This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by Napa Valley Olive Oil. As avid food enthusiasts, the Fowl Life team is passionate about using high-quality ingredients in their dishes. Did you know that recent studies have revealed that some well-known olive oil brands are adding filler oils like canola and vegetable oils to their products and then selling them as pure olive oil? It's alarming to think that the olive oil you've been buying from the grocery store may not be as pure as you assumed. That's why it's crucial to find a trustworthy company when it comes to your health and nutrition. And Napa Valley Olive Oil is just that. Napa Valley carefully selects and harvests their olives at the peak of their ripeness and then cold presses them to preserve their flavor and nutritional benefits. The result is an oil that's filled with monosaturated fats and antioxidants, making it a healthy choice for your diet. Plus, its rich, complex flavor will elevate your cooking to the next level. By choosing Napa Valley, you're not only choosing a pure and high-quality product, but you're also supporting small, family-owned olive groves and a sustainable ethical food system so you can feel good about what you're putting in your body and supporting a sustainable future for our planet. Visit the Napa Valley website today to order your bottle. Don't settle for anything less than the best. Try Napa Valley, a company you can trust and quality you can depend on. If you take less calories in than you burn, you should lose weight. Let me ask you this. and we Let's talk about this. When was the last time you put on 10 pounds in three weeks? Right? It doesn't happen. It's, it's a slow process, but everybody's like, oh, I need it off now. It's like, you didn't put on 10. It's been, it's been two years since you put on 10 pounds. Let's take it off nice and slow, right? Yeah. So it's just your body. It's got to adapt and it, it doesn't do extremes. It's, it tries to keep that normal, that normal state. It doesn't like, you know, crazy extremes. So it does whatever it can to keep you in a normal range. So, so that you're you saying function. my body's fighting me right now. It's trying to figure I'm it out. Barely it's, it's used to you. Think about it. It's used to you being on the road. You've been on the road for the last six months. Nine. It knows. It knows extreme situations. No sleep. Weird eating schedule. M- not exercising regularly. Driving long time. You know. Not stress. A, high stress. That's what it's. Alcohol. That's what it's comfortable with. That's what it knows. Now it's going. What? What the fuck is this? Is this the new norm? Yeah. So you think my body's confused? It's going through, it's starting to go through that transition. Yeah, yeah. This, where you're at right now, are we going, are we on? Where you're at right now over the last four weeks is not where you've been the last eight months, right? Totally different situation, totally different scenario. What do you mean? Well, your body's used to not great sleep, high stress, late nights, alcohol, Maybe on a hunt, you know, but, but activity is not a consistent activity level. You know, like we were talking the other day, a bird hunt isn't a high calorie burn, right? You're, it's, it's a lot of sitting and waiting. So that's, that's your norm. That's what your body gets used to. Now, as we transition, now it's more, okay, is this what the norm is? We're going to exercise every day. We're going to get better sleep. We're going to eat a little different. It's, it's a process, so it's got to understand that process. It likes to keep you functioning at whatever your function is, and now we just added a tweak that you haven't been doing for the last eight or nine months that you've been on the road. Okay, so here's where my mind's at with it. And obviously, I'm not a doctor, so if you weigh 220 pounds, okay, and you say, I want to lose five pounds, okay, and you take in less calories then you eat. Yep. And you work out one hard one day, one hour a week, 
one hour a day, a day. for five days a week. And okay. that's what I've done. This is my third week in a row, five days a week. Yep. Haven't yep. missed one. Yep. Even though one of the workouts was kind of soft because I wasn't feeling real good. Recovery day. Then, on top of that, my mind tells me muscle weighs more than fat. So, if you're working out Correct. every day and you're squeezing weight and you're pushing weight, and I'm doing dips at almost 300 pounds and I'm doing sets of 15 for my triceps, and then I'm doing skull crushers, and then I'm doing abs, and you're strengthening your core. Yep. So, you're not really, maybe you are losing fat content, but the weight is keeping the, the muscle the mass of the muscle and the analogy or ideology yep. that muscle weighs more than fat does is keeping my weight up because my body doesn't look the same. No, you're right now. So remember, we talked about this one before a while ago. <laughs> it's hard to put on lean tissue. So it's not like it's not like right now in three weeks, you've lost a pound of muscle and you've put on a pound of lean. Right. So so just so everybody knows right now, what I want Chad to do, we're going to lose one pound a week. That's our goal. Right. Since you came back, you're on right on goal. But last week, it was looking like you were going to be four or five pounds this week. We're right at three, three and a half, four. So right on goal. So it's definitely you haven't put on a pound of lean and lost a pound of fat. But what I want you to look at is look at your look at your face in the mirror, right? So there's things changing. I don't know if your clothes are fitting different yet, but there is things changing. Your face looks better. Your color looks better. You're, you're, I think you're feeling better. You know, that's that's at least what I think I'm hearing. So we're getting into a better pattern. And right now your body's just starting to go through that pattern and realize, I think next week we're going to drop another three. And then ultimately we're two weeks ahead in terms of our goal. So I, again, we've talked about homeostasis. Homeostasis is that set state, that balanced state that your body likes to be in. And we just totally tweaked where you were for the last nine months and now we're kind of okay let's over the next four months let's reset and change this homeostasis so right now your body's going through that transition it's not going to be you know pound for pound pound a week kind of thing even though we're doing things right it's going to be a slow kind of a slow tweak to the body it's got to do it at its pace it's it's comfortable pace and our goal for you is 15 pounds maybe 20 before we before you're back on the road again in the late summer early fall so the answer to my question is that lifting weights yep is not going to put on more muscle that outweighs fat so that's why the weight doesn't fall off as fast well what we're hoping chad is I think you've got plenty of lean tissue, right? We did your body comp not that long ago. 21% or 22%, was You're, it? I think so. Yeah, low 20s. We want to get down into the upper teens, mid-teens would be excellent range. So you're not going to put on a ton of lean, right? We, we I don't want to put on a ton of lean because that's going to drive your weight. I want your weight to come down. We want to maintain the lean we have. We want to get rid of the fat. That's our real goal right now in the weight room. And so... It's hard to put on lean tissue, right? We've talked about this. You have a good lean tissue base, so we don't need to push anymore. We're doing more, just so people know in the weight room, we're doing more strength endurance kind of stuff, trying to burn fat. But we're not letting your, we're, our goal is to not let your lean tissue drop at all as we're doing this. I want to keep your lean tissue as high as it is and slowly drop off that body fat percentage. So that's why it's going to be a little slower too, because we're not letting you just go on a starvation diet, you know, lose water weight, lean tissue, and body fat. 
we're trying to maintain water weight, maintain lean tissue, just drop body fat. So it's a slower process. So do you think that I could potentially be damaging myself by not eating more carbs with these style of workouts we're doing What with the goals I want? Because I'm doing pretty much all carnivore. I'm eating yeah. a little bit of avocado and a little bit of onion, but I'm eating all meat. Yep. And that's a lie, too, because I have eaten a little tiny bit of cheese. But I eat eggs and meat. Yeah. So Last night for we, dinner, I had seven shrimp with some butter and some provider seasoning, slammed those down, and then right after I had the shrimp, we had made some chicken wings. And again, chicken wings are high in calories. They're all protein with some fat in them, right? But then you add some of the rub or the, the, the new provider right wing sauce. You got a little bit of sugar in there, but... My mindset is if my calories are that low during the day, then I'm okay to have a little bit of taste with this diet to keep it somewhat diverse. Because it, like Bubba just said, you just saw Bubba. Yeah. He's been on this. He's been on this deal for almost five and a half months of all meat. Okay. He's cheated a couple times, but he's he's you know he's involved in in this process of really getting his body fat down there. He's lost a lot of lean, in my opinion, that I think he has to try yeah. to yeah. to try to to try to get you know his body in position for these results but my whole thing is is that i did i barely ate anything yesterday compared to what i eat when i went to sushi the other day i had octopus salmon yellowtail and tuna and nigiri and again the nigiri's got a little bit of sauce on it the eel does right but and then i had a couple imitation crab sticks no rice and i barely used any soy on it to you know which salt's okay on this diet yep but it's hard to eat like that. No matter what people tell you, like it is. The sushi does not taste as good without the sweet rice on it, right? Right. But I did it, and I got out of there, and I felt fine, and I'm not starving myself. My energy levels are good, but it blows my mind that doing that diet, I'm not losing weight faster. And my question is, can that potentially be the determining factor of not losing as much weight because my metabolism isn't working as hard because I'm not putting the right amount of fuel in it every day? So I think when it comes to diet, and we've talked a little bit about this, diet's, diet's hard, right? And, and I'm not, uh, it's funny after reading Peter Atia's book on, on uh, longevity and he hits diet and he's like, diet's not as big of a deal as you, as you think it is. And I've kind of been that way. I have a minor, actually a minor in nutrition, but I've kind of gotten out of it because it's just changed so much in 25 years since I was in school. So I'll, I help people with diet without a doubt, but I'm like, if it gets intricate, I I've got a couple of friends I'll refer to what I wanted you to do. And we talked about this the other day is I think you're fine with what you're doing, right? You you've got some reserves to burn off. So you're not creating any problems. Like I just said, we're taking it slow. I want you to maintain your lean. I want you to feel better. I want to pro progress through this at a nice slow pace because if we if we ultimately chad drop 15 then that's going to be our goal next year is staying on that where you don't gain any of it back right when you're on the road you know it's going to be gain a couple pounds lose a couple pounds right it's just the normal process of how our bodies work but my goal is we drop 15 and then that's your new set point and if we do it the right way i think you're not gonna have a problem doing that on the road next year okay hopefully even be in a little bit better health or well-being that you can handle some of the stress and some of the you know later nights or not great sleep nights right that's the goal so 
I want you to continue what you're doing because a lot of people with nutrition, they'll, they'll do something for two weeks and then change it because they're like, this ain't working. And it's, it doesn't happen that way. Right. So like I was saying, when I first walked into the room, most people are like, I want to lose 20. Okay. So let's say you are 240 and you want to get back to 220. Okay. When was the last time you were 220? So we look at the calendar. It's been seven years right? Seven years to put on 20 pounds, yet we want to take off 20 in three weeks or a month or, you know, it's not, why? Why? It didn't go on that fast, right? Your body does an amazing job of keeping you around that set point. And then slowly it goes up, right? You do bad habits, you do bad things. It's slowly adding up, but it's not 20 pounds in six weeks or eight weeks. Then how can you see an 18 or 20 year old obese person? Well, lots of bad habits, right? But I mean, everything they do is bad. Now, there there could be a few other things, but when you really get down to it, lots of bad habits. Nothing that they eat is right, right? They're not making, they're not doing that on fruits, vegetables, and protein. You know, you're if you sit down and really do a diet log with them, you're like, come on, you you didn't just eat fruits and vegetables and and good lean protein over the last four years they're not exercising they're sitting a ton their sleep is bad their diet is bad you know it's probably a lot of fast food a lot of pantry food right the things that we want to minimize so again chad we're looking at you going nice and slow so going back to the diet i want you to go another week i'm starting to think i mentioned it the other day i think your calories might be a little too low if the activity's up now if we're sitting here all day podcasting we're not burning a lot of calories right but on those days you're working out and you're bouncing around town doing your stuff we may have to bump the calories a little bit so that you aren't in such a low state of calories that your body's thinking i need to hold on preserve and it'll just take a little longer for the body to go okay i'm good i can let go of some of these calories i can burn some fat okay so tell me what this you said i have some reserves who doesn't yeah not arguing um <laughs> when i take my shirt off and i have the right lighting <laughs> no, i'm just kidding when i have when i take my shirt and off, some airbrushing when i take my yeah when i take my shirt off and i flex in a mirror okay head on yep i got the v down here going to my ball fro like stepbrothers <laughs> uh, but i do i got that v but then when i turn to the side and turn my head and look at me it's yep. a completely different human body right does this make it's sense just, to you? Yeah, it's so my so, holding a lot of my fat in my because I don't have yes. love handles to where they're like plopping over my belt. No, but it's is this muscle mass mixed with carrying fat to where I, I don't want to be that thick. You know, like it, it looks exactly it, when you look at me from the front, you go, you carry it well. You said right. it, you hide right, it right. well. Yeah, but then when I turn to the side, I want to throw up, and I'm right. not trying to sound right. all like a right. like an idiot here, but yeah. it's not even the same body. Right. You know what I mean? It is. And I don't have a big belly coming out over my over my belt no, either. No. No. You hide it well. And that and that's not a bad thing. But but so let's I'll go backwards just a hair. We do a competition. We talked about this last time. All of our guys, and you fall right into this category. We do so a three site measurement is one on the chest for the for the guys, it's one on the chest, one on the thigh, and one right in the abs. So almost all of our guys and that's just where we fall into it guys do really good up top in the chest area because we're doing you know the upper body weights really good in the thighs we got a lot of guys who bike and you know just doing the weights and then it's carried in the abs so we know traditionally that's where we store it right for men typically above the belt line 
you know, and as we get fatter, it's everywhere, right? Your body starts to deposit it everywhere. You don't have any fat on your calves, Chad. You know this. You don't have very much fat on your upper body. We're going to take a little bit off there. It's all in the in the midsection. I'm the same way. I mean, my numbers up top and down lower, great. It's, it's the midsection that just throws it way off. It, it's, you know, it just changes all the numbers. Females are below the belt line, typically. They're in the in the hips and the legs. So when we do their body comp, sometimes we measure their abs and there's nothing there. And then they'll have a big number in the thighs. So it's it's where we, everybody puts it in different places or, or males and females put it in different places. Now, as you get more fat, then you see fat on, the, on a guy. You see it on the thigh and you see it on the chest. You don't have that problem. If we were to let you go, Chad, and say, go ahead, eat whatever you want. Let's put on 30 more pounds. We're going to see those numbers even out because you're going to put it on up top and down low. So you really only have the one area to lose it from. And that's the first place you gain it, last place you lose it. So it's really easy to say, but that's pretty common, right? So you so, can't spot, so you can't spot lose. Can't what do they spot call that? reduce, spot reduce. Spot you can't yeah, do that. Not really. I mean, we could we could sit there in the gym and do our abs all day, Chad. If you're not burning calories, if you're not creating full body movement, it's not going to change. Your your six pack abs underneath the fat might be getting more tone, but if we don't get rid of the fat that's covering them, we're not going to see it. So we all have the six-pack abs. You know, if we peel away the layers, we're going to see that nice toned skeleton. It's there. It's just that we're putting fat on top of fat, and that's what's covering it up. So that's going to be the last place where those changes come from. Do you think with what I'm doing in the gym and what my goals are that that fasting and not starting my metabolism earlier in the morning could be hurting me? I, I, I was thinking that the other day. Tia talks we were, about fasting too, right? Yep, yep. And he's not as big. He's gotten away from it a little bit. So he he said, and, and I have uh, read a little bit about the fasting, and it seems like there's some definite positives there. But in terms of dieting, using fasting as a dieting form, he said that the research isn't really um, supporting that method. And I think it's great because it gives your body some time to rest. So it really helps your dietary, um, all the, uh, structures that are supporting dietary function. It gives them downtime. I think that's one of the bigger benefits, but it sounds like in terms of actually losing, you know, body fat, it may not be as good as they were thinking a little shortly ago, not that long ago. So I think for you, we've talked about if we keep bumping your overall burn throughout the day, that I might want you to eat breakfast because I think that may help. But again, we're going to stay with what you're doing dietary-wise for another week or two and see how you feel. And then I think at that point, maybe we switch it up and see what happens. Is it – what would you guess where you said you would like me to have more calories? Where would you want them, you think? Oh, where to come from? No, no, I don't. I think just, t- I mean, obviously I'm eating a lot of meat. Yep. But yep. it's a lot of protein. Right. A lot of it's low in fat. I'm not getting the right amount of fat. And yep. I'm not. Yep. And I'm not getting a whole lot of calories from that protein. Right. So what would, you know, there's a 2000 calorie diet. There's, yep. But if I want to lose weight and, and, and keep my strength, because my strength's not bad. It's not what it was when before I quit working out here before the season. I'm, I'm starting to get it back. It's pretty close. Starting to get it back. Uh, yeah. So where would you it's say you need to eat four thousand calories? You need to eat twenty five hundred. You need to eat twelve hundred. What 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 would you guess right now would be my target zone for calorie intake? I, intake? I would put you in the between two thousand and twenty five hundred. Now, 
goes back to what you're doing, right? If if you were if we were to really look at you, Chad, and go, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're spending a lot of time doing podcasts and sitting at the computer, you know, doing some meetings, making phone calls, not burn a lot on those days. And Tuesday, Thursdays are your days where you're running around town. We might tweak your diet based on what you're doing. So I, th- I think a lot of times people, you know, will just pick that calorie ratio and they'll go with it. But if there's days where you're not doing much, then on those days, let's get a few less calories. And then there's days where you're going to do get up right away and you're going to jump on your arm bike here and swim a little bit and then come into the gym. You're going to burn more calories. Let's bump the calories that day to support that. I think sometimes that can be the best way to go. But I would put you in that range because you have some ability. You, your body's carrying some extra fat, which is our storage fuel, right? So we want to dip into that. Ultimately, if you were at your right weight, Chad, let's say you're at the, the your ideal weight, I think 2,000 to 2,500 would be low for you depending on what we're going to do. You know, if you're if you're going to be going out for a hunt for a, a week and you're on your feet and you're hiking and doing stuff, I, I'd probably tell you you need to be closer to 3,000. That's my estimate that I would put you at. But to lose, we want to drop a little bit, right? So I think putting you at 2,000 on a day when you're not doing much is not going to be starving you. And I think the body's going to be able to maintain its lean while starting to drop into your fat storage and use that for, for fuel. Okay, so this is a big deal to me. Okay. You work out in the gym and you got a lot of young trainers in there and a lot of young athletes. And of course, you know, you start to compare yourself like, well, when I was that guy's age, I was jumping like, you know, Blake and I could do that and I could, and, and you know, Jake's doing 10 push-ups or pull-ups at a time. And yeah, yeah that's, that, I could do that, no problem, right? Yep. So now I'm in my 40s, I'm 48 years old. Yep. I want results. I'm vain as hell. Okay. I have a ton of vanity on TV and see yep. myself in pictures and stuff. Yep. Um, it brings me down when I don't work out. When I don't get my workouts in, I get really dark. Like not like sad and it ruins my day, but man, it really it really parlays into everything that I do. If I'm not okay. getting that hour, hour and a half in every day, then the rest of my day is just like, dang it, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay. I need to be down there and then I'll make an excuse. I got this project due, whatever. Yep. Yep. Supplementation. I don't do any pre-workout i don't do any bcaas i don't do any protein shakes i don't i've never ever seen a steroid i've never done trt i've never done anything to recover like i guess that would be bcaas yep um am i hurting my because i look at people that are in my age group maybe a little younger maybe a little older and i'm looking at them i'm like there ain't no fucking way that you're that you're natural or that you're not getting some kind of help yeah i don't take anything okay never have I tried creatine one time in college or right after college for baseball, and I didn't like the way it made me retain water. Yeah. So I got out of it, and I was like, but I don't take any supplements at all. Would you say you might want to consider those for the results you want to get at at this age? Or do you just keep staying natural and that it's just you can't replace the work in the gym? And then obviously yeah. the nutrition. Yeah. No, that's a that's a great question. There's a couple of things there. So let's let's start on the uh let's let's start with let's start with the workout stuff, right? So could you get back to ten pull ups, Chad? Yeah. Right? So so pull ups are pull ups are one of the toughest exercises out there, right? Because you're looking at your strength versus your body weight so a strength to body weight ratio right and if you're up that's a killer if you're up 10 or 12 pounds heavier getting you know you get the first four and they're like oh my god this is you know right so so we get the weight down we might be right back to 10 pull-ups why not at age 50 
being able to do your pull-ups. I'm not as pull-ups are one of the things I try and do weekly just to maintain. Right now, my best is I might be lucky on a really good day to get 10, but I used to be able to get a solid 12, 13. Now that's set one, set two, eight, set three, hopefully six, seven, right? So Jake's a little lighter. He's he's right in his wheelhouse for where he wants to be. And his strength is really, he's pushing strength right now. That's where he's at in the gym. He's really working on strength. So his pull-ups look great. But again, going back at 50, can we do that? Heck yeah. You're doing better push-ups now than you were when we first met, right? So so that's already, your push-ups are at, we could probably rep it out to 25 or 30 if we wanted to, but we can hang at 25 for three or four sets easy, right? So yeah. so that's way better. So that's, that's a good one. So you can still compete. Now, can we jump as high as we used to? Are we practicing jumping a lot? No. There's a little bit of injury potential with that. So to, to, again, we talked about this. It, it depends on what you want to do. Now, if, if you had to jump, for some of your hunting stuff, we might work on a little bit more. But if you had to broad jump over some small creeks, you could totally bang that out right now, right? You you maybe are a few inches shy of where you were when you were playing in college, but but can you still do it pretty damn good? Yeah, right? So if you had to go out and do it, we're ready for that. So I think on the workout side, you're right there where you want to be. Can things, things can drop a little bit, but as long as we maintain a nice range for that, we're still doing pretty good. Now, on the supplements, supplements are there to help a diet, right? I get a lot of these young kids who come in and are like, hey, I want to take a supplement. I'm like, let's talk about your diet. Because if your diet straight sucks, take all the supplements you want. You're not going to help it out, right? So so you're talking about your lean protein, not a lot of fat. I might say, hey, let's add a little bit more fat. Let's let's get the f- fish. You're pretty good about cooking fish. Let's get the fish and get the fat from that. Let's add a little bit more avocado, good fat. Do you need to add nuts and that? Eh, probably not with what you're doing. Now, if you're getting the right amount of protein from your good, clean sources, which I know your meat is, is pretty clean. A lot of it's you Very know wa- wild game. You're not getting something that's that's been through the market, been processed, that kind of stuff. You might be getting the best amount of protein you can get, Chad. We, we would have to play with the numbers there. But do you need to add more branched-chain amino acids to that? No. Now, creatine, I agree with you. When creatine first came out, and, and creatine is probably one of the most studied supplements out there. Yeah. And where I would say creatine may help you, Chad, and what they're finding with creatine, because I'm adding it in a little bit, creatine is great for short-term muscle um, so it's so it's really an energy phase of muscle. So it really goes to building, bodybuilding, and sprinting. So it's like that short, high energy output. So a set of eight on the bench press, a forty yard sprint. That's where creatine phosphate works. It's an energy cycle that helps with that. A side effect that they're noticing with creatine is it may help with brain function. So for us, you and me, creatine may be better suited for our brain function and keeping the neural pathways nice and clean more so than on the muscle sides because you're getting creatine in your wild game meat so creatine's found in in meat substance and you may be getting enough creatine there that you don't need to supplement it but if you were going to supplement it it may help with brain health so my big thing with supplements and the pre-workouts it's so funny because they come up with the best names. I think one of Jake's new ones is called, uh, I'm going to 
badger it, badger it, but we don't want to support them anyway. But it's like Cold War, you know, or whatever. It used to be way back in the day. It, it was called Ultimate Orange. I called it Agent Orange because I, I would get the college athletes coming in with jitters yeah. because there was so much. I'm like, is that helping you or hurting you? I'm like, you've got enough energy, man. So, so a lot of these young kids who are taking the pre-workout, fuck, they don't need it, Chad. They've got so much energy that they don't need it. Caffeine, a little coffee is probably all you need for a pre-workout, right? So I don't take pre-workout. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, there are definitely days where it feels like it's hard to get going, right? I mean, you're busy. You've got high stress. You come from a meeting on the telephone for two hours and maybe bringing you down. And then you try and go in the gym and go, okay, let's turn it on. It, some days it isn't there. And we, we did a recovery workout this week. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if we were to try and push weight on a day, that's a day where you get hurt. And now we go backwards two or three steps. Forget it. Let's do a recovery day. And then tomorrow, let's let's kick it right back up. So, hopefully, that answers your questions on the supplement well, side. And if your not, diet's good, should I get TRT? No way. My no my way. my you, you my, just oh the other place I was going. Let me interrupt. Just sorry. No, you're good. You did your blood work recently. Your numbers are pretty good. I think you mentioned not on this blood work, but one before they did your testosterone. You're in a good range. Almost so, 700. So why why add? I still think, and and I really feel like if you're adding that stuff to your body artificially, then your body's like, I'm getting this. I don't need to produce it. So I think you really would change what your body's doing, and the longer you can keep your body doing all the natural processes that it needs to do, the longer it can do it on its own, the better. And, and I just I just really feel you add that stuff in and you might be tweaking the system. Is it good or is it bad? It's, you know, some of the guys who are on it will tell you, oh, it's great, my energy's great, my workouts are better, my lean tissue's better. As soon as they quit doing it, they go right back the other way. So again, if we can create it naturally and take, you know, over these next four months get you where you need to be then we're going to have your testosterone functioning at a high level we're going to have your lean tissue down a little bit more we're going to hopefully have you where you want to be and then more durable for what you have to do when maybe you can't work out all the time right with the testosterone theme still going if you if you i want to make sure that i ask this right um God, where was I going with this? I had a really good thought about testosterone, about where I'm at with it. Um, so I don't know if this is exactly what I was thinking, but energy level, sex drive. Okay. Um, mine's through the roof. Like I am hyper all the time. Like I'm always up. Like I don't quit really. Okay. My sex drive is through the roof. Okay. Could you is are these guys that are doing the testosterone is the main reason that their sex drive is down and that's why this this huge explosion of like you see all these Frank Thomas commercials and yeah. Doug Flutie and how important yeah. this this testosterone is um, my testosterone under this oh now I got exactly where I was going sorry to confuse everybody. <laughs> Is testosterone genetics or is my testosterone levels pushed to stay high 
because of my lifestyle or is it endorphin based do you does your sex drive stay high because of your genetics and your brain function or does that come through an active lifestyle and working out and staying in the gym through your mid-40s because a lot of people don't stay in the gym i mean they go in there and they go they crash it at new year's eve and then they're back but i mean i've consistently stayed in the gym since college sports yep um does that increase or potentially help increase the sex drive or is the is the sex drive I just got lucky and I got, it was based on genetics and that's why my, my testosterone is around 700 naturally. Does that question make sense? Oh yeah. Does working out help me stay horny? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It does. So, so my, I'll bring this up. My wife thinks we all have just a one track mind. I'm like, no, you know, there's, (laughs) there's two other things that we, we think about food too. So, so it's not true. Um, no, when I, I think we mentioned this a couple times back, but I actually had my testosterone checked and I was, I was actually pretty young. I mean, I was, I was coming into my forties, but I really felt like, and, and if I look back, you know, my kids are in their early teens, so they're super busy and you're driving around doing stuff with them. And my workouts probably dropped off, but I felt like my energy was down. I, I felt like maybe my sleep wasn't as good, you know? So there were just a few things going on there. I'm like, okay, let's check it. And right when I saw the doc, he goes, you're not the guy I worry about, right? So so when you talk about the gym, maintaining your lean tissue and keeping your body fat low is probably what keeps your testosterone high. Now, there is definitely medicine is not a direct science, right? So it's not A plus B equals C all the time. So we can't just say, okay, your lean tissue and your low body fat means your testosterone's high because there are other variables, whether it's genetic or or dietary or whatever. There's, there's a lot of it. High stress would change your testosterone level. Lack of sleep would change it. So there's, there's not just one variable. But if you're, if you're looking at those variables, Chad, I think that that definitely keeps your testosterone high. If you are overweight lacking sleep um because because when we talk about being overweight now there's a term called metabolic syndrome it's it's usually not just the metabolic syndrome is basically you are leading towards type 2 diabetes you have some coronary vascular so cv risk factors um high cortisol high stress hormone so those things lead in and it creates the belly fat for guys that is really a a harmful thing now they're saying that that belly fat this metabolic syndrome almost changes your metabolism so it changes some of the different processes that go on and with that you'll see a huge drop in testosterone so going back to your question where you started some of these guys are doing it strictly out of vanity right they've they aren't spending any time in the gym they used to they've let that go the last 20 years they're sedentary at work so vanity's part of it but with that they probably have higher stress lack of sleep those things that are dropping their testosterone but their body fat's up right so so they're doing it for a few reasons and ultimately chad i really think again going back to what we said earlier if they just got into the gym if they changed their body fat if they put in the work that we talk about all the time if they did those things would their testosterone start to come around naturally probably right there are some other factors maybe there's some genetics and some of those things where they need to add testosterone but for the most part no and when you talk about these guys who endorse supplements i i can't remember if we got into it it's it's so funny because sometimes 
I'll throw this out. Shannon Sharp, way back, he talked about he used to be one of the first guys who brought his his I don't know protein supplement and sat it next to him when he did his interview because that was that's what they were paying him for. And I think somebody asked him and he said he didn't even take it. Right at one point it came out he didn't take it. Way back they used to have. Do you remember the jump soles? The the you would put them on your shoes and it'd basically be like you were wearing high heel shoes. And sometimes it'll come full circle. It'll come back around. It was hot 20 years ago. But it's basically putting these young kids into these high heel shoes that may, mainly make their calves work all the time. Well, they're called jump soles, right? University of Florida, in one of the, the little training and conditioning journals I used to get, University of Florida, the, Steve Spurrier, who used to be their head coach, said, yeah, we use jump soles. I had a buddy who worked at Florida. He was a graduate assistant with football. I call him up. I go, you using jump soles with your guys? He goes, what the hell are you talking about? I go, jump soles. You know, and I send him a picture. He goes, fuck. He goes, no, we don't have those down here. He goes, unless there's a storage room that's got like 600 pair of them, we aren't using that shit, right? So sometimes these guys supporting these supplements aren't even taking them, you know? And, and so... There's a big money factor behind there pushing this stuff. So you look at it, and they're not using it for training. I used to tell kids when they would t- talk to me, they'd bring in their training routine. I'm like, that piece of paper you got, that training routine's pretty good. You do that without those shoes, you're going to be okay. The problem with wearing those shoes is it causes Achilles tendonitis and Achilles issues. So most of these kids if they, will get into an overuse training issue yeah. with, with that. So it's like, don't do that. Do the training. The training's going to get you where you want to be. It's not that product. So back to, you know, taking branch chain amino acids. If you're getting a good diet and you've got enough protein coming in, you don't need to add that in. Where that works out really good, Chad, is for some of these young ladies or people who are more on the vegan vegetarian side, not getting a lot of protein. That's a great way to get it in to your system. If your diet's not giving you enough, right, then that's a great way to add it in for you. I don't know that that's the case. We can look at your total aminos that you're getting in. I think you're probably pretty close when you talk about your diet and what you're doing. This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by The Provider. The Provider's mission is to help everyone enjoy a well-seasoned meal no matter where they are or what they're cooking. They currently offer 12 unique dry rubs, an incredible wing sauce, and a number one selling cookbook, all designed to elevate the flavor of any dish. Their rubs come in airtight containers that keep them fresh and flavorful for a long time. And unlike other rubs that can be overpowering or too salty, the Provider's rubs strike the perfect balance of flavors. The cookbook, co-written by hunting enthusiast Chad Belding and Chad Mendez, is a work of art with incredible photos by Tom Rasheen and stories of people hunting and providing. It's so beautiful you'll want to sit down and appreciate every single page. It's packed with recipes and designed specifically for wild game and domestic meats, making it the perfect addition to any cook's arsenal. Head over to theproviderlife.com. With new additions every week, the website is a treasure trove of free cooking tutorials, provider tips, and unique recipes that will help you take your culinary skills to the next level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the kitchen, the provider has something for everyone. So when you start adding in all the factors that we discussed, supplements or no supplements, nutrition, caloric intake, working out, how many days should I work out how many days and it like, okay, I, I, I got a different kind of schedule than people yep. so I can get in more. I can get in less, whatever. Yep. How many hours a week should a person be in the gym? Now, again, this varies because mm-hmm. if you're a UFC yep. fighter training for a fight, right? It's six hours a day. Nobody yep. needs that. Yep. Um, but how many, what is, do you think is 
the ultimate. Is it 60 minutes a day? You know, they got all these campaigns of get out and move for yep. 60 minutes. Yeah. What would you say in my at 48 years old, if I have the time to do it, yep. how much should I be working out? So the first thing I would throw out is it would depend on how active you are. Right, because if you're not active, if you're one of those people that sits at a desk all day or you drive a car, I do want you outside moving. I, I think that 10,000 step metric is is pretty good because it shows you've been moving and it's not, it, you know, you grab your phone like today. T- so normally, if I have clients back to back, starting at 6 a.m. by 11, I've got 5,000 steps in. I usually get almost 1,000 steps per client. Today, since I'm here, I've only seen three clients. Now I'm here with you. By 11 o'clock, I'll be at 2,500 steps. I know my overall activity is not as great as as it normally is, right? So that's a nice metric to just show you because sometimes like, you know, you might look at your phone at 11 o'clock and go, I got 300 steps in right now. Or, or if you're looking at your watch or whatever, it's so easy to measure that, right? You're like, I haven't done anything. I better get my butt moving. So ultimately, Chad, again, that to me is a big factor. If you're one of those guys, like we talked about a few times ago, that you go and your job is hard labor, you may not need to work out. For you, let's let's take you as an example. I think five days a week is good. And and we're going to try and get a good, good workout done in, in an hour. And some of those days in an hour, we'll burn 1,000 calories, right? It's not that hard to burn 1,000 calories for you. For some of my female clients, we may only burn 400 calories in an hour. They're a smaller frame person. They don't burn as fast as you and I do. But for you and I to burn 1,000 calories in an hour, totally doable. Now, if we do that, I would say we need to do that four or five days a week would be pretty good. And on the other days, maybe you do a little bit more activity or you jump on your total body train or arm bike or do something that, that gets you up. But I think four to five days a week, you can do a lot with that. Seven days, never, because you need a recovery day. So I, I you just can't. And, and lately, you and I have been trying to go Monday through Friday. I'm almost thinking we go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday's a recovery day, more of a recovery day, so that Thursday and Friday have higher output. Because sometimes I'll just see, read you, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're tired because the last two days we went at it pretty good. So let's throw in a recovery day, go two days again, throw in another recovery day or, or whatever on the weekend. So Okay, and then I get on my bike on Saturday, and I do I do five miles on my bike, and I'm yep. going to do 100 push-ups that day. Yep, So I keep perfect. I, I keep moving, I keep jumping. Getting, in the pool then yes jump in the pool swim a little bit sunday comes around can i go to the sushi bar and hammer sushi Hmm. on sunday as what they call quote unquote cheat meal with you knowing what i do during the week the caloric intake five days a week working out my workouts are pretty stout um can i go and and say okay i'm getting off this carnivore diet one day a week and i'm gonna hammer sushi so that's your only meal that you're gonna hammer rest of the day is pretty good the whole week you're gonna hammer are you gonna hammer it all day on sunday though no, it's just going to be an hour sushi just, lunch. Just I'm going to eat the rice, okay. and I'm going to gorge myself. Yeah, let's not gorge. You know how you know how you feel after you gorge yourself, right? When yeah. you have, we're pretty lucky in Reno. We get the all-you-can eat sushi. I would say stop three rolls early. So if you're going to have, let's have. I'll let you have six, seven rolls. Don't 10, go. To, don't calories. go to. Don't go to ten. What's that? I don't eat a lot of rolls, but. Um, <laughs> but would you say but, how but many calories? The, the point is okay. No. The point is, the point is, is it's okay. Okay, here's a better way to put it. Okay. You know, what one of the biggest issues is with this workout that I've my mindset is that I was I was almost ten days off of how long I've been doing this diet. 
I don't know how I did it. I looked at the wrong dates on the calendar. I've been telling you I've been doing this for 25 days. I've only been doing it 15. Okay. Okay, so okay. now I'm like, okay. okay, well, maybe I'm not. Now maybe it's not as bad that I'm not getting the results that I thought. Okay. I don't know how I missed it by a week. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Um, but. Busy. The weight that you want to lose. Yep. The weight that I want to lose, our target weight with yep. the workouts I'm doing. Yep. Is it better not to go in there and eat that sushi and not even have those six or seven rolls? And, and obviously the simple answer is, of course it is. Right. But then you're also human. Yep. So my question is, is will that affect my overall number when I go to weigh in on Monday? Am I pushing myself back by going and doing that even though I am staying really clean the entire week and yep. working out like a madman? So that's why I said, let's dial it back. Because I think it, I think if you have that food you like, and now I'm not saying go to fast food and go to Taco Bell and spend thirty bucks on whatever, right? That's gonna that's gonna blow the week. But if you really really like sushi and you're gonna do a little bit, go for it. But let's not go to where you gorge yourself. Because when you gorge yourself, you know how you feel, and that's it. Almost makes you sick when you have that much food, right? Yeah. That may ruin part of that week if we go that big so if you dial it back a little bit and just have, eat sensible but but you're getting the food that you're like hey, i've been craving this fine let's l- go ahead but don't don't gorge so much and then for the rest of the day be smart with what you eat and make sure that you're you know right around your 2000 calories maybe we go 2500 right but we're not hitting 5000 right we're not going there when you look at social media and influence on you have kids, you have clients, yep. you have clients with kids, you have trainers that are underage. You see me in there, like I not underage, but that are in that age group of, yep. of you know, are 25 you? to 40. Um, I'm on social media for the brands. Okay. For your work. Do you, you see, you know, like the Liver King guy, what a dork, but like, he's just such a dork. <laughs> Like it's so ignorant the the messaging. And, I'm not even sure who that one is. Well, he's the guy that got busted this year that he tried to tell everybody he was El Natural because he just eats all this liver, and then they came, <laughs> his doctor turned on him and came out and said he's spending about like five grand or something a month on this site on this cycle. Gotcha. So like people came down on him. He lost okay. a lot of popularity. He's trying yeah. to regain it. But when you look at people like The Rock, The Rock is a, a hard worker. He's he deserves all the success that he has. Yeah. But there's no way he's natural, right? At 50 years old to look like that, I know genetically speaking, you look at his dad, Rocky, he was he was a big dude, but they're, they were more of that Samoan Islander build to where they were like thick. Yep. And Rock was even way chubbier at his early days. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I, I have, a, I'm not, I don't think Rock was really like just stout his whole life all jacked up. Now his body fat's gotta be under 10% at 50 he's years old. He's low. That's low. There's no way you can do that natural, right? There's just no way. I know no. we can't accuse somebody, but I, I got I got to get it out of my no. mind that it's reachable and plausible. No. There's no way, right? No. There's nope. no way. No. And, and, you know, when you talk with some of those, I mean, usually you can tell, right? I mean, some of those guys, and, and it's sad because even I'm not a big fan of the bodybuilding world, which is bad but then even for a while there they had natural competitions and i used to know somebody that would do the natural competitions and they would threaten them with drug testing and then day of no drug testing so you know these some of these people i knew a couple of them that were natural i have no doubt in my mind they were and they'd be competing they're like i was competing against this and you're like that person's not natural that's so you know you and so it's sad that we don't even have, you know, the natural bodybuilding thing. 
they don't even test. You know, they throw it out that they're going to test day before and day of. And they now this is a few years ago. Maybe they've changed their rules, but I don't know that they have. And even I think now the fitness competition, it used to be the ladies who did whatever it's called, the fitness deal, where it's yeah. more natural. I think some of those ladies aren't natural. You know, so you look at some of that and you're like, that's not attractive at all for me anyway. So, no, some of it's unobtainable. And so some of the you, some you, of the, you know, influencers aren't great with what they do. And and I don't even like some of what they tell people. I'm like, you know, that is unobtainable. Just just some of the diet restrictions and it's like that's fine if that's what you want to do, but that's not normal. And if you have a wife and kids and a business and you're doing all this other stuff, I'm like I'm going to eat every day at 11 o'clock, 2 o'clock four o'clock i'm like really and that's real world world when you know so yeah. maybe you can do it when you're 22 23 because you don't have a kid and you don't have a a dog and a family and a business and you're like i can structure around that but is it real life no and i try and be real life with everybody yeah i think it's the only way to train but i the the medical part of that has got to i guess if i mean with a, a, a physician's Consent, and you have these guys watching every step you take. Maybe it's safe, but maybe, maybe, right? But like, we don't know. I mean, some of those guys, we really don't know. I, I threw out Lyle Alzado before he died, and we we knew he took a bunch of steroids. Now that was thirty years ago, but I think steroids are what killed him. So you just don't know. You put well, something into your body. These bodybuilders today. Yeah, look at a Rodney, lot of them. Look at Rodney Coleman. He can't even walk. Yep. Yep. And a lot of them, I, I was. I mean, obviously, don't quote me on these on these numbers, but they're saying there's a huge amount of them having heart attacks in their yep. mid forties. Yep. Even though they've got zero body fat on them, that what they've done to their insides is smoked. Yep. Well, we talk about it all the time, Chad. Right. The 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 effect from what you're putting in your body and the side effect. Everything we put into our body has an effect and a side effect. You you see it on all the drug commercials, and and there's a time where you need it. You're like, okay, I'm gonna die if I don't take this pill. But if you're not at that point and you take the pill and you look at the side effects, you're like, you know, you're, you're looking at the balance of nature. You're going, okay, risk, reward. Is it even worth it? So they were talking, one of the guys I listened to the other day, he was talking about statins. And he's like, I don't even know if the risk reward is there for statins. And when I first heard about statins, there were docs I knew in town that were like, everybody needs to be on a statin. I'm like, what? What are you guys? I'm like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. You know better in your head that not everybody needs a medical pill. I'm like, that's the worst thing ever. Everybody needs to work out. Maybe that's one thing we could throw out there. But I'm looking at that pill going, there's side effects, guys. And I don't care what the effects are. There's side effects. You cannot blanket statement something like that because we don't know how it's going to react with us. Somebody could take something today and have a total reaction and, and you know do permanent damage. From what they take, statin was for cholesterol. Statin's a cholesterol. So the yeah, there's a big there's a big um, debate going on right now. Is mm-hmm. you know cholesterol and how it leads to heart disease, and if it's really as bad as everybody it's, says, and then right? you mix that with the real the red meat diet, and that there's no proof of that, and that that's kind of been. I, I mean, you just look at the people that eat a lot of red meat. In my life, they live until they're 95. Yeah, they're all ranchers. They all smoke. I'm not saying that they all like hammer cigarettes, but yeah. that there's just there's you just can't blanket it like you said. No. Like no. I know I know guys that lived into their 90s and ate red meat probably three meals a day with yeah. bacon, with eggs, right? With you know they they just they had that lifestyle. Yep. They probably had a they couple had. hot toddies or a highball on the yep. and and 
they were but the thing that they did is they were active all day long right all day long they were moving on they're a burning. horse and their core and they were they were roping or they were fixing yeah. fences and they were do they were tending to the ranch and the farm it's a long freaking day yeah and, right? they, and but they live long yeah yeah they live long well and and i and just watch whatever this. they want yeah yeah they, i think i think you can when you're working like that right i mean yeah. to to a point you know but they uh they i just recently watched this show in costa rica is one of those areas there's like five i can't even remember what they call them there's these five areas where people live longer costa rica is one of them and in this show though they show three guys and these three guys are all um in their 80s it was 85 but they're still like working on the farm farming the coffee and that's what they do on the daily and and they actually looked really good they didn't number one they didn't look like they were 85 they were moving like they weren't 85 and that was just what they were going to do i mean that's all they knew and they were going to probably do it until they the day they did die and i've got one client that says she had an old italian uh grandpa that said when guido stops moving guido dies you know and that's and it's kind of that thing if you're if you're moving all the time you're doing pretty good yeah, I mean that's a simple thing right there that anybody can take. Yep. And just everybody's like, "Well, my knees hurt when I run." Well, then just go on a walk and put a little incline to it, right? Like get yep. your steps in. Yep. I I don't know. Like I I think that the the impressions that you get in today's world almost put a lot of things out of reach. Where if we simplified things. Yep. And we didn't have to look like the rock and we did not have to have all these supplements and testosterone wasn't pushed in your face. Every other commercial, like mm-hmm. if you're 45 and then you get all these people thinking like, well, maybe I'm not performing of like how I should have been. Um, it's so impressionable nowadays that we just don't simplify anything. We just yep. don't anymore. Yep. And there's a simple lifestyle and a mentality in the world. And I know that it's not for everybody because there's our hustles and bustles of real life and chasing kids and careers and all of that but i have a hard time swallowing the fact that not every single human being and specifically americans can't move for 60 minutes a day i have right. a hard time no matter what your lifestyle is right because i i look at people that i know are are slam busy yep slam yep. busy. you know what they do they still bust it but they just make they make time for it yep they might wake up earlier yep. they might yep. go to bed right. earlier so they can get up yep they they make it uh uh a mandate for themselves they make it a a mandatory thing in their life yeah that they're going to make it happen well you mentioned it earlier how much better you feel yeah after you do move yeah right and, but, and but it's, it's but it's, it's hard, hard to get, to get there yeah and that's my point is yep. that we watch all of these people being impressionable like yep wait I could, if i work out i could look like that yeah if i get that i could get that sex drive i could look like the rock i could look like the liver king no you can't you can't Right. You really, truly can't. You right. can work out for the next five years. And unless you really dial it back and, and, and watch every single yeah. macro, micro. But if you're living a real Which life. you can do if you want to. If you want to. Yeah. If but if you, you just want to live a, a good life and healthy. be healthy yep. and be happy, there's no excuse for not making time no. for it. There's it's just not. It's back to that supplement. Because you cannot be happy right? fat. Well, you can't. I yeah. There's I mean, no way. There's I mean, no way that an obese person cannot tie their shoes or right. not get out of a car seat in a timely manner or off the couch right. and be happy. Right. They might smile. Yeah. They might, but their knees and their joints and their ligaments right. and their mind, they're not their, living, their psyche. They're not living. They, we a don't even good see them when they take their clothes life. off and look in the mirror. Yeah. We all see ourselves naked every day if you're yep. a, a true human being. Yep. And if it doesn't motivate you to look better naked, right. 
or for your spouse, but more importantly for yourself, yep. there is no way, in my opinion, that you can be happy fat. Yep. Now, again, I, people could write in and go, oh, I've been, it's just no way. No. There's but, no way. Well, it's, again, it's that back to quality, right? Yeah. And our problem, and we've talked about this, is, is like you mentioned earlier, the supplement. Well, it's just what it says. It's a supplement to whatever. So let's make sure we're doing these things first. And then if we need the supplement, great. But that's not going to be the cure, right? The, this pill, this quick fix is not the way to go. You've got to, goes back to that four-layer word, Chad. you got to put the work in, no matter what you're doing, whether it's on the business side, on your body, with your family. It takes work, right? All that stuff, any of that stuff takes a little work, but it's not its not necessarily a bad thing working on those things. Yeah, and I, I think that a big part of um, society today, and I keep bringing social media up in this, but I saw, I've been having some, some talks this week about social media and how something's got to be done to alleviate this part of our life because it is literally making people not move. Yeah. Um, on top of that, the mental anguish of social media and comparing yourself to everybody else because it's so easy. When we were growing up, we didn't know what anybody in the neighborhood was doing until you knocked on their door and went <laughs> right. and sat down dinner. Right now, you could say, "Oh, she's she's working out," and "Oh, she her bikini body's amazing," and "Oh, look at him, he just got a promotion." Right. Wow, they're on vacation in Tahiti. What the hell? I wish I could afford that. So it's just all these different right. thoughts of everybody. And then on top of that, it's addicting. I got to scroll. I'm like, yeah. dude, if you, my whole mindset right now with my daughter, yeah. my employees, my friends is stop the fucking madness. Right. It is disgusting. Yeah. It is literally, it's like nobody even reads a magazine on the pot anymore. Nobody's can sit down at a lunch and just not pull it pull out it and be away. like, Oh, I want, it's like, who gives a shit.com. It drives me freaking nuts. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I am not, guilty but i am nowhere near as guilty right. as a lot of the shit i see no nope. but now i'm on a mission of like no phone put the phone away yep. and get outside yep. and live because i've seen life pass people up and i'm not going to get into any specific people in my immediate family my extended family and my friend circle life is passing them up because they do not get off of the freaking phone yeah and it's sad it's, it's, it it's i know it's being it's stressed bad. all over but it's bad bad it's bad it's really bad and and the other thing that you mentioned that you know when you look at these influencers sometimes they take a hundred freaking pictures to find oh, that yeah. one right oh, yeah. angle that makes fake. them it's look good right you know and so so you're like i've seen you from a different angle it didn't look like that yeah you're sucking in i mean some of it's like oh i've seen i've you know, seen women like, and oh, men just that, that just you? take a picture and you know or don't yeah, it's it's it is very sad. It's a it's a fake it's a fake deal with all these filters and all this the things that you can do to make your body look good in there. Yeah. Is my mindset is it ain't good enough. Never will it be good enough. If I yeah. if I'm if I'm happy with myself, I can get it better. Yep. I can if I when I look at myself in a picture right now, I'm like, "Oh, I look good. I look thin." But then I know the truth. Could I know that I'm whole I can get better. Yep. I can I'm holding it somewhere else. And again, it's it's a mindset like my girlfriend would never give a shit if I, as long as I'm happy, if I gained a couple of extra pounds, it ain't going to be judged. But she knows that I'm happier yep. if I'm moving and staying in shape, yep. making the relationship that much more healthier. Yeah. And I think that one of the biggest thing in relationship killers 
besides financial means, which is probably the number one cause of divorce, I think we owe it to our mates to stay in the best shape of our lives. I'm not saying that love is not unconditional, so I don't want people writing in and being like, that's not the way love works. No, it's a fact. If I don't like seeing my mate naked, if she's not turning me on or he's not turning the girl on, whatever, that's going to cause issues. Yeah. For sooner or later, it's going to become an issue because you're going to get so down on yourself that you're going to quit the important things in life. Because I see it all the time. I see it all the time. And there's just if you move, you look better. If you look better, you feel better or vice versa, whatever you want to say. The better I look, the better I feel. The better yeah. I feel, the better yep. I perform. The happier I am, the more motivated I am, the more communicable I am. I could literally go in and be like, I own this place because I am putting in the work and I feel good. Well, it's it's about that drive, right? I mean, just, just that little bit of drive is why we're different from every other species out there. We've got the mentality to go, hey, I'm here, but what does it take to get here? And I think when people lose that drive, whether it's at age 20 or 50 that's when you start to go the other way and it doesn't have to you know you don't have to hit that hill at 50 and go well now i'm over the hill everything from here is just you know getting worse no i mean we've talked about before i got a lot of shit i want to do in the next 30 years i'm not stopping anytime yeah, soon people would have and that it's, mentality and it's just like drive 60 years old is young i got yeah. less less i bring less up all the time he'll be here tonight he was here yesterday he went out and did dog tips with us at 83 years old yeah and he's wearing a he's wearing a necklace sweatshirt like Rocky Marciano and Mike Tyson. He's more active and more energetic than most people that are in my circle. <clears throat> and he he goes to bed earlier. Yep. But he gets sure. up, he gets up so damn early. Yeah. And he works all day long. He's yep. moving. He's hustling. He's training dogs. He's doing it. And I and I just think that life is no matter where you're at in life, your aging is you can't slow it down. Right. You can't do it. So you, you might don't have well, to. You might as well capitalize on it. You don't have to. You might as well capitalize on yep. it. I see people that, that are in your gym. I see people that are in my circle of hunters that that you, you like, and this is how my mind works. I'm like, how old is that guy? Oh, he's 64. Holy shit. That's, that's 16 years older than me. I could still be that happy, yep. that good of shape. Yep. I still could put all pack all of this in in the, in the years between now and then i can still live a lot but then when i'm that age i'm still gonna say how old's that guy right he's 75 holy shit i got 11 more years that i could do this if i take and, care of myself and hopefully that's what drives us right because yeah. i've got you're right i've got guys in the gym and i'll put them through work i'm like god this guy's 70 and he's fucking killing it yeah all i'm of- like can I do that in 16 years? Yeah, I got to keep going. Yeah. That's what motivates me. Yep. And hunting and cooking and physical activity, whatever. I'm always comparing. I don't sit there and go, oh, that guy looks way better than me or I'm going to look better than that. I look at it like, man, life doesn't like, because when I was 20, my dad was old <laughs> as fuck at 40. Right, right, right. We, we had an over the hill be. party and then my dad died at 54. Wow. Right. So, yeah. but now that I'm there, I'm like, Man, I want to live life because when you're in your 20s and you're just a young whippersnapper in college, you're like, dude, 60s old, yeah, 70s old, right? Like, but no matter who you are, you're going to get there. Yep, it's not old. There's a lot of life. You get there, right? Yeah, there's a lot of life. I looked at, yeah, I looked at a Howie uh, Howie Mandel, um, the comedian, you know, Howie Mandel. I remember back in the day, is he had long curly hair and he was Mm -hmm. this funny son of a bitch and he did little Bobby, and I was a fan. And then you know he's bald now and he. And he's, but he stayed in shape. Yep. And I looked up how old he was the other night, and I was like, "Holy shit, he's almost 70. and he's still vibrant. Is he really? Yeah. 
He's still, he's like 67. Yeah. But he's vibrant. He's still funny and witty and he's traveling. Yep. And here's the other he's thing. with it. Here's the other thing that drives me is that I'm like, man, my business career is going to be over soon. At, you know, and I'm like, no, I look at these guys. I know entrepreneurs that are starting new brands at 70 years old. Right. I know TV hosts that are starting new shows yeah. in their mid-60s. Yep. I know people that are continuing their path to success in their 60s and 70s. And that gives me the drive of like, wait a minute. I don't need to rush. No. Nope. I got to just do, put all the right pieces of the puzzle in place nope. and I can still keep going. Yep. You know, Willie Nelson just turned 90, he's still rocking it on stage. I'm not I'm not there's so many different right. walks of life that you could compare yourself to. There's just no reason not to maximize this time on earth cuz it does. It is a, bl- a blimp. It's it just is. like you look bam. back you're like, "Holy crap, yeah, that just was a blimp. 25 years ago." Yeah, and I yeah. and people are like, "Man, we're getting older." I'm like, "No." No. Man, I wish I could slow down to. the hands of time. Well, you can't. And I'm like, I have stuffed a 70-year-old life in 48 years already, and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep pushing and and doing that. And I think that physical activity and working out is a huge benefactor or part of that mindset. And if you can't figure out that mindset, then, again, like people are going to probably get all over me for saying you can't be happy fat. I don't believe that you can. I don't, I think that in everybody's psyche, they want to look their best. They just yeah. don't know how to get there. And then once they go in for that first workout and you're like, do 40 lunges, they're like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. Unless you have that yeah. mindset to get through that threshold. And which yeah. on our next show, we're going to talk more about thresholds because I find that being a huge driving factor in me. When I get on a bike and I'm in pain in two minutes, yeah, because my level's high. I got, I got, I got the, you know, the resistance popped up pretty yep. high, and I know that I got to go a mile, and I barely am. I'm breathing pretty heavy at point zero one and a tenth of a mile. If I get through three tenths of a mile in that threshold, I could go ten miles. Right, and that's what people don't understand is that right. that that pain is only temporary. Yeah, you can get through it in a workout. The next thing you know, you're feeling like, man, I'm. My my working out is killing me. I'm 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 not recovering. Three weeks later, I'm sitting here going, I'm not. I don't even have my hands on my knees. I know. I'm ready to Rob, why yeah, are we I'm, going slow today? Yeah, I'm like we're not. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you go get your blood pressure taken, and it's 126 over 71. Yep. And you're like, I would have never imagined can't, that. Can't beat that. But that's all because of putting the work in. Yep. And that's the, my whole mindset is like, how in the f- hell can people not? want to put the work in yeah it's just we settle too much yeah we settle too much and we would rather sit there and compare our fat ass to somebody that's in shape on social media and not and not want to go go and in not the go gym and not get to the gym well remember last time we said what's the main excuse time time <laughs> but but they're on their phone for at least four hours a day what Always. the frick and and most of the time on their phone is probably not doing work yeah so i I don't know, man. I, I have a hard time looking at people and I don't know. I hope that I don't start to lose respect for people that don't respect themselves. I get it. Every If you're nice and you're polite and you're cordial, I love that. Well-mannered. But man, do you ever lose respect for people that don't take care of themselves? Do you find yourself judging them I, I, and being you know, critical? I don't in the gym oh, because, I know because, they're, because they're coming in and working. But yeah, if I, if I go to a store, Chad, and I walk around and it's I try not to judge, but man, it's so hard when you walk around a store and you're like, man, 80% of the people in here are in bad shape and no wonder our insurance costs what it costs, right? I mean, it's like, it's like, yeah. why, why do I have to pay for Joe, Bill, and Fred? Why, why, do I, why can't I just pay for myself? Because I'm putting the time in, I'm putting the work in, why do it, you know? So it's, it's frustrating, yeah. It frustrates me and I, you don't want to be a judge of everybody. And I'm not, I mean, I want to be accepting of it, but... 
I just I just think that there's a a mentality there, that there we, should be a, a minimum amount of workload that we should have to do. You know, I mean, yeah. everybody should contribute, but unfortunately, well, they just you know, we're not. And, and, and USA is one of the worst ones. And, the worst. and sometimes, you know, you, you, we have all these freedoms and it's like, t- okay, t- do something, do something. Yeah. So Axel, what is, um, we got Colton McKivitz coming on the show today. He's going to come sit down with us. He's an offensive lineman for the San Francisco 49ers. Nice. From West Virginia, six six three hundred or three ten. Yeah, like he's gonna look make he's gonna he's gonna make us. us look small. Do you have any uh, topics that you're gonna talk to him about? If you'll let me, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let you. Okay. I mean, yeah. you used to work for I'll the 49ers. You should know what's up. Yeah. Like, well, it's been a while, but yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how much uh, similarities we have. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm interested. Uh, well, I'm I'm interested to hear if you change sides a little bit. Team wise, no, you're you're a baseball no. guy. I'm gonna you, argue, you hate football, I'm gonna so I'm, I'm going to see if he if he you know tweaks your brain a little I'm bit. I'm going to find out you, if he's worried about his head. Go. Okay, yeah, getting clawed yeah. in the head yeah. every day by a guy just as big as him. That's why he wears that big old funky thing that we were looking at the other day for preseason. Yeah, so you're not taking all that <laughs> helping helping prevent that. Yeah, yeah, he's right seen, on. I'm excited to have him on. So we will have another episode with Rob from Sierra Strength and Speed with Colton McKivitz. Coming up, San Francisco 49ers, offensive tackle. Maybe we'll play Oklahoma with him, and I'll just dirt roll him. I might put him on his ass. I'll watch. I'll, I'll let you two go at it. I bet you if I ran at him as hard as I could from 100 yards away and I yeah. smacked him, I wouldn't budge him. I was going to say, by the time you got 100 yards, you might fall before you even get to him, yeah, right? We haven't, no, we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't been practicing 100. I can do 100. Just run five yards. No, but you're right. True. He's probably used to seeing guys like you. He's like, yeah, you're a little DB. Just yeah. stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Thank you all so much for listening. Life on earth won't last too long. So what you gonna do when the money's all gone? I'd rather be poor living off in a hole than rich as hell without a soul. Life on earth won't last that long. What you gonna do when the money's all gone? Say life on earth won't last that long. What you gonna do when the money's all gone?